0: Welcome to the Honorable Insurance Podcast. This is a podcast of the Toscano Agency, which, by the way, was founded on Bill Toscano's porch over 51 years ago while his kids are running around. The front porch is a strange place to start a business. It's simply because his wife would not let him use the dining room. We're still family owned, operated, and friendly here at the Toscano Agency. We have a product webinar on garage risks and a continuing education class coming up on January 12th at 10 o'clock. Make sure you check out our events page to register for that webinar. We would love to hear from you. Today, we're talking with underwriter Danielle Kozlowski about garage underwriting and what she does. Without further ado, here is today's episode. Today, we have a special guest from the Toscano Agency. We have garage underwriter Danielle Kozleski with us today. Through years of experience in the insurance industry and excellent relationship building, Danielle has moved from her previous role as the hospitality assistant to garage underwriter. Danielle, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you?
1: Good. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. So, you know, you have been doing such a great job in underwriting garage risks that come through here at Toscano. And I know that that team's changed a little bit recently. So I'm anxious for you to share some of the markets that you are working with and success stories and some crazy accounts. So why don't you tell us a little bit, start from the beginning. How long have you been here at Toscano? So I've been here a little over
1: five and a half years Um, I worked, uh, as a property package and liquor assistant, and then as a hospitality assistant, um, and that, that was rearranged about a year into my time here.
0: Yeah, we're good at that. We kind of change things around pretty often around here, but it gets, you know, well-rounded, you know, how to work amongst several different teams. So tell us a little bit about how you got into the insurance industry, how that happened for you.
1: All right. So um, I'm pretty young, but uh, I have been in the industry for 12 and a half years. Um, I started in insurance as a Medicare call center rep.
0: No, you didn't. (laughs) Yes, I did. Important thing. I'm so sorry (laughs) if that offends anybody, but that sounds pretty. Benefits questions all day
1: long in a call center. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and then I, I, you know, I didn't like the 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 time constraints. You know, so many minutes on the phone. Um, number of calls per day. Um. They were very rigid, you know, mm. requirements that you had to meet. And it was pretty miserable because you can't really help people by shoving them off the phone in three minutes. Right. Yeah. So um, then I I thought it would be better to do door to door insurance sales.
0: Oh, my gosh! <laughs> One thing, I'm so sorry. I did not know this
1: history of you. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Keep going. Um, so I did that for about a year. Um, I, uh, I didn't care for it much. Um, you know, if it comes down to who's going to eat today, me or you, I'm going to choose you every time. So,
0: uh,
1: that wasn't really my forte. I don't consider myself a salesperson. So, um, then I got a job, uh, as a state farm, um, personal line staff member, and I just kind of did everything there. Mm -hmm. Um, I even did some like commercial trucks and stuff that didn't require filings, but you know, that was very limited, some business insurance. Um, But basically I was there for five years and then I stalked Toscano for a job Um, because a friend of mine uh, works at an agency of ours. And she said about their newsletters, our newsletters, and how Mm -hmm. everybody seems so happy to be here, and I was like, all right, so I got on and stalked the, you know, the website every day, trying to find a job here, and eventually, I found one posted on, um, I can't remember, it it wasn't Monster, but it was one of those websites,
0: and and here I am. Oh, my goodness, so that's, Yeah, you really started on the rough end of insurance. (laughs) You know, I say that to folks who have to do like, you know, claims work and stuff like that too, like, can give you a really bad taste, but you just kept on trying, like good for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, as soon as I got into it, I never left. So there was something about insurance that really, you know, drove the point home that this is where I was going to be, so
0: we all get sucked into the insurance vacuum. He just keep spinning around and around and no one ever leaves it. It's kind of the way it goes. Very so. true. You obviously you had a couple of different experiences. Medicare, I can't even imagine doing that, but door to door, that that had to be pretty rough too. Um, so with your experiences and you know, whether it's career related or not, what is it that you are passionate about? And and how does that relate to your day to day, whether it's here at Toscano or just in general? So that's something you're passionate about.
1: So I love to travel. Mm. Um I have been I can't even remember off the top of my head now, but I've been to 12 or 13 different countries now um, and several states within the U.S. Someday I plan on making it to all 50 states, Um, but I love to travel. I, I like I. I'm not really about the cruise ship type of traveling. I don't think okay. that that's how you get your culture. You know, okay. I I want to go to the grocery store and get like that, that shock. Like I can't read anything. Ah. I don't know what I'm doing here.
0: Oh my God.
1: So, um, and I think that relates to what I do day to day here because every day is an adventure. Mm-hmm. I get something new every day and it's interesting and
0: I love it. That's awesome. So, what was your favorite country and why? I'm really anxious to hear this. Oh, um,
1: Switzerland is so beautiful. Like, out of all the places that I've ever been, I will always tell people if there's only one place you can ever go, it has to be Switzerland. The water there is just so clear. Um, We went to the Swiss Alps, obviously. Um and I was amazed. Like you look at our our rivers here, they're very brown and you know, but I you could see fish like six feet down in the water. It's crazy. It was so beautiful
0: that's amazing. Okay. I never even see like, this is how naive I can be to travel. I like to travel too, but I haven't been to several countries like you. Like I am not, um, my passport has not been stamped that much, but, um, (laughs) I would love to, I like hearing from other people's experiences of travel to choose the right place to go. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I think that's interesting. So I'm going to have to pick your brain a little bit after we're done. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> so tell us a little bit about yourself, other than travel, you know, tell us a little about family, things you like to do, give us a little background.
1: So I am one of eight, I have oh eight siblings, uh, they're yeah. all like, you know, we've got some step and half siblings and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, one of eight, um, which means I have a ton of nieces and nephews. Um but my aunthood kind of extends to everybody and their kids. So nice. <laughs> um I'm married. Uh we have one dog and three cats. Um and everybody says this, but my dog is the best dog in the world. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh it was rough. Uh we adopted her. Um, okay. She walked down the street one day and we took her to the shelter and her owners didn't claim her. So um, we took her in and um, she had real bad separation anxiety, but we put a lot of work into her and getting her over that hump. And she's just the best dog now. Um, I mentioned I love to travel. Um, We recently traveled to San Francisco. My husband is a musician. Um, right. as like a hobby, you know. Yeah, he, he's a pharmacy technician full-time, but he um he's a musician, he's pretty legit. You can buy his stuff on iTunes and so forth. And um wow. uh he got invited to play a, <clears throat> a music festival in San Francisco. So we traveled over there for his show. Um we've been together married eight and a half years, but together for um the same amount of time I've been in insurance actually. (laughs) And um, yeah, that's 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 me in a nutshell.
0: Very good. My husband plays music too. See, we have I need to talk to you after we're done with this podcast. Anyone common. <laughs> <laughs> so let's get a little bit into the garage business. Um, what is it that you're seeing the most? Because a lot of folks don't realize what we have to offer here at Toscano when it comes to garage risks. Everyone's like tracking or you know, habitational or whatever. But um, tell us a little bit about the types of accounts that you're seeing to bring some awareness.
1: Okay. So the first thing I want to bring awareness about is when we say garage, it means a lot of things. Yeah. Um, like uh, you know, we get a lot of auto dealers that falls under a garage policy. We get, you know, service garages, obviously that's a garage policy. We get mobile repair operations, um detailers, body shops, um, and, I, and I've gotten some confusion in, in when I send like a garage application for the roadside service operations. Mm. Um, because I think people are thinking, you know, a physical garage. Um, right. and so I, I'd like to spread some awareness that those are all garage.
0: <laughs> nice, that's good. So, do you have a specific app you really like to use? Is that why it's kind of confusing? Maybe we should change the name on it. (laughs)
1: Uh, um, I typically use Atlantic Casualties application um, or Music's application, depending on um, which market I think it's going to fit best with.
0: I get questions from people all the time when we provide them with applications that have one carrier's name on the top. We're like, well, are you only going to send it to this company? No, that doesn't necessarily mean that. It's just a great, great way for us to gather info. And a lot of our underwriters here tend to have their favorites, their favorite apps they like to work off of based on, you know, entering info into the system. So um, so tell us a little bit more. What are the types of accounts that you're seeing a lot of success with right now?
1: Um. So... We have, you know, we can write in all states we're licensed in, um, but some of our sweet spots and garage are, you know, any employees uh without any um driving violations. Um if it's Pennsylvania, it's pretty good chance that it's gonna fit. Um, but again, we'll write in other states. Um, roadside service. Um, those seem to be a really, really great market, um, dealers. Uh, that's actually a really great one right now because, uh, three markets pulled out of garage. So, um, odds are you're probably remarketing it anyway. So go ahead and send that over. Um, and then repair garages without tire operations. Um, We can write, you know, hairier stuff with, you know, driver violations and, you know, tires and so forth. But those are typically going to require a submit to the carrier um, and take longer to turn around.
0: What about towing operations or, you know, anybody who is doing repo type work? Talk a little bit about that.
1: Um, I have not come across a market that can do repo. So I don't think that that is something that I can help with. Mm -hmm. Um, But we can write towing operations um, if it's, Strictly towing, that's going to go to our small business team. Um, But if they're doing any repair, you know, on the side or, you know, work for AAA and, you know, um, roadside service, that's going to come to me uh, and we can definitely help with those too.
0: Awesome. So when you say dealers, can you go a little bit deeper as to what type of dealerships we can help with? Um,
1: So that's going to be your auto. Dealers, like, you know, private passenger vehicles, motorcycles, ATVs, um, boats.
0: (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Uh,
1: Yeah. Um, And even
0: heavy trucks. Okay. And is it okay if it's new vehicles or is it only used?
1: Um, It is mostly used vehicles that I'm seeing, um, but I do believe that Atlantic Casualty is okay with
0: new vehicles. New vehicle lots. Okay. All right. Very good. So can you share maybe one of the craziest things or one of your most recent successes that you've been able to help with on an account? Um,
1: so I got a risk in with, um, several losses. Um, and it was a, it was a gas station with repair operations. Um, they, you know, did have the gas, gasoline sales exposure. Um, And after a lot of elbow grease, we were able to place that one. um, And it was, I think, $25,000. So it was pretty steep, but the, uh, you know, it was a big, big operation. And um, the losses definitely warranted the
0: price. So if this is um, a new business venture, do you have markets if it's a new business venture?
1: Absolutely, we do. Um, the, there are some markets that require, you know, at least three years prior experience for new okay. ventures. Um, the only thing that we have a little caveat too is when it's a new venture tire operation, right. um, they can, they have to have at least three years prior experience somewhere right. else, and um, I believe there's some sublimits on the
0: liability in the beginning. And when you need prior experience, what's the best way for an agent to gather that experience? Do you want a resume, like the write-up? What, what's the best way to prove that experience?
1: They just have to write a paragraph or, you know, maybe in the description somewhere on the app that, you know, what their prior experience was, um, if they've had some training, something along those lines.
0: Very good. So sweet spots. I know you said that we can write in the states where, where we're licensed here at Toscano and that's listed on our website. We won't make you a list off all the states, but is there a certain area or a certain type of account um, that you seem to be hitting on well?
1: Um, typically Pennsylvania. If I get a risk in Pennsylvania, I, I seem to write a lot of the probably just because I see a lot of Pennsylvania risks. Yeah, right. Wh- where I'm getting that from. But um, uh, again, dealers, um, great time to see them with uh, everybody remarketing them with certain markets pulling out of garage.
0: And, yeah.
1: Uh, uh, tons of repair garages.
0: Okay. What's your typical turnaround time for quotes these days? Um, well, I'm just
1: starting out, so, um, I'm a little bit, uh, slower (laughs) and, uh, we're still working to get me an assistant. So, um, I expect that to, to be quicker in the future, but,
0: uh, typically takes me about a week to turn something around. If somebody needs something sooner though, and they explain that to you, you can definitely reach that, right? Very good. Well, we have an awesome product webinar that's coming up along with a continuing education class. This is on January 12th at 10 o'clock. It's virtual. You can check out our events page so that you can register. I hope you all can come. Uh, Danielle's going to be available during that class to do a QA. So come with any questions that you may have. And she's always available to help you work on your risks. You can either reach out to Danielle directly or you can send an email to marketing and we will connect you with Danielle to help you work on those risks. Thank you for taking the time today, Danielle. I loved what I learned about you. Thanks for taking the time to join us.
1: Thank you for having me. Of course. And I'm on a roll.